Welcome to Money Grows on Trees. Money does grow on trees. A podcast full of practical, real-life money lessons that you wish you learned in school. Lloyd is a former lawyer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. In each episode, he'll be answering the tough questions around money, investing, and entrepreneurship to help you transform your money mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Lloyd Ross. All right, welcome back to the show, Money Grows on Trees podcast. My name is Lloyd Ross. This episode is called How to Multiply Your Time. Uh, and I, there should be like a bracket, uh, How to Multiply Your Money, because when you multiply your time, you actually inadvertently can multiply your money, because money is a measure of time, right? If you make $20 an hour, you've got 20 bucks in your pocket, you've got an hour worth of saved up labor in your pocket. You can exchange that hour of saved up labor for things and stuff and services that's going to save you time. So time is money when they say that. That's what they mean. Time is money. So when you can multiply your time, this is truly the secret to multiplying your money because the best, the most wealthy people in the world have found out a way to multiply themselves and their time. So to replace themselves, to <clears throat> to to achieve a lot more with far less from them personally. Okay, now I have I think I've done some episodes around this before, so but this one in particular, I'm gonna to talk to you about this concept called uh, by Rory Vaden if you go to YouTube. I learned it years ago personally, probably I learned it maybe maybe seven years ago, six, seven years ago. But I've implemented it ever since well, I, I've definitely implemented it a lot more since watching that. I was in some parts, but it really became clear once I watched that. So feel free to go watch that YouTube with Rory. He did a TEDx talk on it. Um but I just want to explain my own personal experience with it and what I mean by the focus funnel because the focus funnel is literally the how you multiply your time. Okay, so I'll explain how I've done it myself personally and then hopefully you can go and do the same. Um, the focus funnel is, this came about because someone from my 5 Steps to Millions mentorship program, which is my financial coaching and mentoring program I run, um, someone every week, you know, they, they send in questions where they need help, you know, overcoming obstacles. And someone said, Lloyd, what do you do when you're overwhelmed? It was really interesting because when I was in the course, I said, well, I'm, right over, I'm overwhelmed right now. And they're like, what? You? How can you be overwhelmed? But we all get overwhelmed. And I don't think it's anything to be afraid of. I think it's great if you're overwhelmed because it means you're kind of like, you're pushing the envelope, you're growing, you're doing lots of stuff. You're, you know, not death by busyness, but it's like you're really stretching. So here's the thing. If you're not overwhelmed, you know, occasionally, you're probably not trying hard enough to get to the next level, I think. So I go through moments of overwhelm when we're going through growth, particularly when you're scaling a business um, or you're scaling yourself in some respects, like through some sort of personal challenge, you're overwhelmed. (laughs) That's where most of the growth takes place. That's who you, you end up becoming a different person on the other side of overwhelm because you've, you've navigated it. And so you've got new skills, new mindset, new uh, self-belief, new resources, new team members, all, all sorts of amazing things come from overwhelm. So don't be afraid of it, but just embrace it and, and be honest with yourself and say, I'm in overwhelm. How do I move through this? How do I navigate this? Okay, And this is where the focus funnel will help you, um, I feel, navigate it and, and transcend it and, be, and, and rise above. Okay, So here's, how, here's how, how it works. You become overwhelmed because of your tasks, what you've got to do. And if you don't have a task list or a to-do list or you've not got batched things in your diary that you're doing, then you're not designing your life. You're letting life design you in some respects. 
Because remember, structure equals freedom. If you have a structured diary and things are happening and you've got things to do each day, you're building your business, you're building your life, you're building your career, you're building your investments, you're building your relationship, you're building it. You're actively getting after it, right? So here's how the focus funnel operates. When you're in overwhelm and you have your tasks, you put them through the focus funnel. Now with the focus funnel, it goes through three main stages and then the very bottom, I'll explain at the end, okay? So what a lot of people do when they're in overwhelm is they, they because they're overwhelmed, they pause, they stop, they just like deer in the headlights and they just do nothing. They dig their head in the sand, they let everything build up. Um, whereas what you really want to focus on is this one concept, okay? You ask yourself, what can I spend time doing today that creates more time for me tomorrow? And that is where I spend most of my time personally. Like if we want to multiply time, you got to learn how to create it by spending your time today on things that create more time tomorrow. Does that make sense? So the very first thing as it goes through the focus funnel, the step one, as you send your task down the focus funnel, the very first step is to eliminate. Okay, that's step one. If you have a notepad and pen, great. Step one, eliminate. Okay. So what I mean by that, you've got all these tasks, and I do this in real time. I audit it in real time. I go to my notes section of my phone. I look at all the tasks I've got to do in sequence of urgency and importance. And I say to myself, what can I eliminate? Like I had this one thing in there. I was going to do a training session for one of our team members, and it's just not priority right now. And it was at the top. I was like, why is that even there? Like I just deleted it. Like Eliminate. Just get off. Like Go through and be quite brutal with what you're going to work on and just say, do I really need to do that right now? Truthfully, be honest with yourself. And it's quite hard to do because you're like, oh, maybe I'm not as busy as what I thought, which means I'm less important than what I thought. Because typically people who are busy place high importance of being busy because they place high importance on themselves. But the reality is like, is it really that important or am I just creating work for myself? That's that's the conversation you've got to have with yourself, right? So first step is go through your task list and eliminate. Eliminate. Now, if you can't completely eliminate it, right, then at least put it down the bottom of your list. Very low priority, okay? So eliminate. That, that'll that help you. That'll just completely help you do things because sometimes you just don't need to do stuff. You've just created it. You've conjured it up because it's an idea and you're like, oh, I've got to do that, but you don't really, okay? Second step in the focus. So obviously eliminating, guess what that does tomorrow? Creates more time for you, okay? See what we're doing here? We're trying to create more time, right? So elimination is the first and easiest step to create more time. The second step in the focus funnel is automate, okay? Automate. Because if you work on systems today to automate certain things you have to do, you're creating more time tomorrow because you don't need to do them ever again, okay? One of the easiest ways to do this is, I want a, a great example is like, automate your grocery delivery to your house, okay? Automate, um, I don't know, like what else can you, automate some components of your, like if you use Calendly as a booking system, for example, um, it automates like inputs into your calendar. It automates reminders, so you've got if you've got things coming up, um, obviously bills in your in your money apps automate your bills, automate your rent, automate automate your power. Like automation in bills is important. Automate your savings. Automate um, you know automate a lot of stuff as much as you can. Okay, now in your business it's the same sort of thing. You want to automate a lot of things. Okay, as much as you can. Automation is better than delegation because automation comes from a system, a repeatable system that doesn't require you giving it instructions every time. It doesn't require that, okay? It just does it in the background, okay? So I think that's why I love automating my investing in, in some respects um, because it just builds up in the background, 
okay? Automate your debt repayment. Um, I mean, you could go on and on. There's Just try and find a system that automates a lot of things for you, okay? That's the, that's the second step in the, because if you, once it's done, you're creating more time tomorrow, okay? That's, that's the objective. Um, the third piece of the focus funnel, okay? This is the biggest one, the one that l- people do the least well, and it's also the most challenging, I think, too, in some respects. The third step in the focus funnel to minimize your overwhelm and save time tomorrow is to spend time delegating, okay? Now, there's a real, there's a real art form to delegation. Delegating means you're giving the job or the task to someone else, okay? Now, in some in some cases, you pay them. In some cases, you don't have to pay them, okay? So, for example, if you've got things to do and you give it to one of your kids, you don't have to pay them, okay? You're paying them already with shelter and love and <laughs> food and just, and I'm not a parent yet, so I can't tell you how easy that is, but there are people around you, friends, family, kids, that you can delegate certain things to that really just they could do, right? Um, so that's that's the first thing. The second thing is, yeah, you're going to have to pay some people sometimes, right? Pay a virtual assistant, pay an assistant, pay a specialized service to do some things for you, right? Like, for example, um, Alicia just ordered some stuff to put in my cupboard office. I call it my cupboard office. And she's doing it up for me, right? What an awesome wife. And so she's ordered a desk and she's ordered some other stuff and she's going to get a guy from Airtasker to come around and build it because it's just not my jam. Like I could do it if I really wanted to, but it's the, the time it takes for me to do that, I can be spending on higher value tasks for me. So that's outsourceable. So she's delegating that build, okay? And I was actually having a catch up with this morning with a guy. I'm doing a keynote talk for him for his company conference uh, next month. And I was chatting with him. He said, Lloyd, I've made a huge, new, great new business. I'm like, what is it? He's like, we're doing, uh, it's called Magic Assembly, where we're actually going and assembling people uh, things for people. So there you go. Like, it, there's a market for that. Delegate that. Delegate your lawn. Delegate your pool. Delegate your um, basic administration tasks. Here's the rule of delegation in third step in the focus funnel. You delegate things to people that, number one, you can't do. Okay, that's me with building stuff. Number two, you don't want to do. That's me with building stuff. Number three, things you shouldn't do. That's me with building stuff. So they're the things you should delegate, but also try and delegate low value tasks, things that are worth less than your hourly rate. So for example, if you, um, you know, like, I don't know, just so many people spend two hours trying to save $5 and that's why they're broke. So don't do that. Just think about what your hourly rate is at work, work it out and delegate everything below that hourly rate. That you shouldn't be doing okay that's delegation but here's there's a trick to it there's a there's a there's a three-step process to delegation ready to delegate you have to do first which means you have to have done it before or at least attempted it okay the second step is so you do first then you document okay so you document um, how to do it so you record a video uh, explain it in a step-by-step guide whatever and then you delegate okay because if you skip step if you skip the the document part and you try and delegate something and you haven't told them how to do it, it's going to be a nightmare. Okay. Now I know you put what you're probably thinking, Lloyd, did you do, did you build the desk first? And then did you create, you don't have to, cause it comes in a flat pack with instructions. Okay. But if you're not delegating that, like Ikea furniture, then you have to create a guide for the person you're trying to delegate to. So for example, if we have a virtual assistant, I actually go and put down all the tasks in a spreadsheet I do a video of me doing all the tasks and then I delegate it. So there's a system for them to follow, like instructions to build a desk. 
Same thing. So, so many people I talk to are trying to delegate, but they haven't documented it first for the poor person. And you're wondering why your delegation sucks, okay? This is why you've got to micromanage people because you've not documented properly, all right? So there you go. That's the third step in the focus funnel because once you delegate and you've got a team of like, like in our businesses, we have, yes, fairly substantial delegation in, in, in areas that create scale. And that's what you're trying to do when you're delegating. You're, you're freeing up your time, not to go and sit on the beach necessarily, but to spend it on higher value tasks in your specialized area that's going to produce a lot more time and money later. Does that make sense? So there's a, there's, a, there's a formula to this. It's not just to go sit on the beach, although if you want to, you can, but it's just not what I love to do. So it frees you up and it creates more time tomorrow, which is the objective of the focus funnel. Now, if you send your tasks down the focus funnel, right? Remember, eliminate first, then automate, then delegate properly using the three-step approach of delegation. And when it gets to the bottom, if it's still there and you haven't been able to do any of that stuff, it means it's your job. It's your responsibility. You got to do it. Or you can procrastinate on it for a month, then send it back to the top of the funnel. But if you're doing that, you know it's a low importance task. It might be urgent, but it's low importance. Okay, so like, like I'll 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 procrastinate on on paying a um. So I'll I'll, I'll procrastinate on certain things on purpose, you know. Um, and then if it happens too often, and it's a low value task, I can delegate it. But some things you just can't delegate some things you just can't automate um you know so you're gonna have to do some things okay but um that's the end of the focus funnel okay so whatever you've got in front of you if you're feeling overwhelmed write down all the tasks and send it down the focus funnel and let me know how it goes tell me if this has been of value to you tell me if you've used the focus funnel and of course send this episode to a few friends who you feel may need it if they're overwhelmed and they're stressed send them this episode and say hey there's this guy I listen to, Money Grows and Trees podcast. He's supposed to be talking about money, but he's talking about some weird focus funnel, but it looks like it creates more time, which will help you create more money, okay? Send it to them, and hopefully they get it and, and love it. And uh, if you haven't yet, I would love it if you could subscribe to the podcast. Give us a five-star review if you can. And uh, check out the links in the in the the show notes that Phil puts down there because we've got links to so many resources you can sink your teeth into to move your money journey forward, okay? So I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Money Grows and Trees podcast. Can't wait to give you another episode very shortly. And uh, thanks once again for subscribing. And I'll see you, or I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at Lloyd James Ross. 